it's good to understand that, you know, CBD is a ingredient. Um, it's a molecule that's found naturally in a plant, um, in the cannabis plant, both in marijuana and in hemp. So that's where I think the confusion starts, where there's an association with marijuana and with THC and with having a psychoactive high that comes from that. CBD is an entirely different molecule. So even though it comes from the same plant, it can be found in that same plant, it's entirely different. And the way I like to think about CBD is more as part of a health and wellness regimen. It is similar to how you take a daily vitamin or you take other supplements to support your overall kind of quality of life. Hey, welcome back to Normalize the Conversation. Today, I am here with Nicole Brown. Nicole serves as the Chief Innovation Officer for North Carolina-based Open Book Extracts, a foremost ingredient manufacturer and product development manufacturer and supplier focused on CBD health and wellness. I am really excited for today's topic, but before we jump into our conversation, I really want to check in with you. How are you really? Thank you for asking. That's a great question to start us off here. I'm, you know, as we all are these days, quite busy, but in a way it's good to have some of those distractions in our day-to-day -day lives to keep us focused on the things that matter personally and professionally that we can deliver on creating better outcomes, creating a better world. So I'd say Personally, overall, I'm having a good day. How about you, Fran? Thank you for asking. You know, most people don't ask me back, so I appreciate that. And I'm having a really great day. This morning, I woke up, I went to the gym, my grandma called me and asked me to have coffee with her, and then she followed me back to my house. <laughs> She's sitting on the couch watching a movie, patiently waiting to have more coffee. So I'm really happy just to get to spend time with her. Oh, that's wonderful. I'm glad to hear that. So now let's jump into talking about CBD and mental health. I think when people hear CBD, there's a lot of mixed reactions. Some people understand it and they're for it. And some people are right away. Nope, not for me. That's a drug. So I really want to debunk that myth and just dive into how it can actually be supportive. Well, it's a great place to start and certainly address that question day in and day out uh, in what I do here. So first and foremost, it's good to understand that, you know, CBD is a ingredient. Um, it's a molecule that's found naturally in a plant, um, in the cannabis plant, both in marijuana and in hemp. So that's where I think the confusion starts, where there's an association with marijuana and with THC and with having a psychoactive high that comes from that, CBD is an entirely different molecule. So even though it comes from the same plant, it can be found in that same plant, it's entirely different. And the way I like to think about CBD is more as part of a health and wellness regimen. It is similar to how you take a daily vitamin or you take other supplements to support your overall 
kind of quality of life. And so knowing that you can take CBD every day, you can take it throughout your day. And we'll talk about some different opportunities and certainly specifically with mental health where people have found support where you're not going to have a psychoactive high experience. In fact, you're going to have quite the opposite. CBD's effects are typically much more subtle and also driven by a routine. Again, similar to how we wake up and we start our day with our daily vitamins. Maybe you add some supplements into a smoothie to make you feel good, to do good things for your body. And that's how we can think about CBD to get us started here. Thank you for making that clarification. I mean, right off the bat, there is that big misconception because you do associate the word CBD with marijuana. So knowing that it is an ingredient and it's commonly found in marijuana, but also in cannabis plants and hemp is really, really helpful. I think place to start that gives people that understanding. And now diving deeper into it, what are some of the reasons someone might take CBD? And there are many. So, um, you know, when the CBD industry started, you know, you know, really in earnest before 2018, but 2018, there was legislation called the 2018 Farm Bill that legalized the cultivation and production of hemp, um, which is the plant that can contain CBD as well as other cannabinoids. And that's really when you saw this industry and all the different CBD products come to market. And at the beginning, if we all remember, there was this belief that CBD could really do everything, right? It was if you had anxiety or were struggling with a mental health issue, it could support that. If you had pain, if you were having trouble sleeping, um, if you're having trouble with your digestion, like the list goes on and it was quite confusing to navigate and to understand, wait, how can, how can one ingredient do all of these things? And what's happened over time is we've certainly learned a lot more. There's been a lot of research conducted to better understand the mechanisms of action, something called your endocannabinoid system, which is a bodily system, which has receptors that can receive cannabinoids. There are cannabinoids in foods that we eat, like cauliflower and Brussels sprouts and in things like echinacea, like it already exists and our body knows how to receive those and how that can play into achieving homeostasis, achieving balance. So when it comes to the sophistication of products now, you're seeing much more of a trend towards need state specific products. So a product that is specifically formulated to support outcomes for relieving anxiety or anxious symptoms or to help you if you're having chronic pains or some acute pains, whether that's taking a gummy or a tincture or using a cream or a salve. And the list can go on. And what it speaks to is that based on how our bodies operate, and again, you can use that vitamin analogy, it's gonna help you achieve that balance. And so many people in kind of the top three categories that people are looking for support from CBD products are mental health and anxiety, number one. Um, for sleep support, number two, and for pain relief, number three. Um, And that need state territory is expanding now to even include things like providing energy and focus or anti-inflammation or supporting gut health or everything that relates to just feeling good. 
So there's many opportunities out there to have CBD products as part of your regimen or as an alternative to other things you might be taking to just make you feel better. You know, my very first exposure with CBD was in 2019, right after I lost my uncle. Right. Um, thank you. My aunt and I just couldn't get any sleep and someone recommended we try CBD gummies. And for the first time in so long, our minds were able to calm down enough so that we could fall asleep. And I think that was like the best naps that we would have were just from taking those CBD gummies. But in the beginning, we were so concerned because we didn't have enough information. We didn't know if this was legal, like what it was, what it meant. So I love that we're at a place where we can have these conversations and learn more about what it does. I mean, to know that not only helps sleep, but helps with anxiety and pain is incredible. And now you also mentioned different forms that it comes in. So what are the different forms and how do I know which one might be best for me? CBD comes in many forms as we've all seen. So you'll see uh, products like a, a tincture, which is an oil that comes in a little dropper that you can place under your tongue to absorb the CBD in that oil sublingually. Um, you mentioned gummies. Gummies are quite a popular form just across the board these days. Everyone loves having a nutritional gummy, a supplement gummy, and CBD gummies are no different. Um, soft gels or capsules, again, similar to how you might take uh, some of your vitamin supplements. Um, you're starting to see a lot of beverages come out. So beverages that include CBD that are something you can take, whether it's in a, a small shot format or a sparkling water or in a kombucha or a juice, even coffee with CBD. And all of these different forms, um, it really is up to personal preference of how you enjoy taking those types of products. And some people very much like to have a gummy and have their whole stack of gummies in the morning and at night, what they take before they go to bed. Some people prefer to swallow a pill or swallow a capsule. And some people prefer to have it incorporated as a nice beverage in their routine. So it very much, the form can shift. You're still getting the benefits of the CBD ingredients that are going into that product. Now there are differences in efficacy in absorption. We can get into some science and technical details there, but overall, just to think about, there's many different options and you can include any number of those in your routine based on what your preference is, what fits into your lifestyle and what's going to give you the overall best experience from having that product and seeing those results like you did, which is so great to hear, by the way. It's so incredible to hear that there's so many different options of how you can access CBD and figuring out a way that works best for you. I think one of the reasons a lot of people don't try new things is because if it's not in a familiar form, they're not, they're just, it's not comfortable. They're less likely to try it. And for me, I love gummy bears. I love taking my gummy vitamins. I am that person. So having it in gummy form right away, I was more willing to try it versus if someone handed me a capsule or handed me a drink. So mm -hmm. I think it is really important to have that variety. 
But now you mentioned the science and how different forms can be absorbed differently and better. So can you tell us a little bit about that science? Absolutely. So this one will get into some technical details. So cannabinoids, CBD is one of them. There's others like CBN, which helps with sleep, CBG, which can help with pain and inflammation, things like that. But all of them are, um, they are like lipophilic, which means they are oil loving, they're hydrophobic, they don't like water. Um, what are our bodies mainly comprised of? A lot of water, right? So when you are taking a product like an oil-based tincture, you're not necessarily able to absorb in your body the same way you might if you were taking it through a beverage, which has water-soluble cannabinoids. It's a technology that's able to adapt cannabinoids to be better absorbed by your body so you can experience the benefits more quickly. You may have a faster onset of feeling that relief or helping you go to sleep more quickly. And then it also points to the kind of differences in your body's metabolism, right? So we know when we eat something or drink something, um, how quickly your body metabolizes that might be very different from mine. And so when you take a gummy, for example, if you have a metabolism that might work quick, quickly, you might experience the benefits more quickly than someone with a slower metabolism. So you really have to spend the time to find what's right for you, to find what's gonna give you that ultimate benefit that you're looking for. But all of those products are designed to have those outcomes, um, but there are those kind of um, scientific, you know, we're playing with science here to identify like what's really gonna work well. And I have plenty of friends who love taking their tinctures. Um, it's just like part of the routine. They've got their lion's mane tincture, their vitamin D tincture and their CBD tincture right next to it. And that's just something they like and they do receive benefits from taking it that way. For me, I certainly love gummies too. I also very much enjoy beverages. We do a lot of work in the beverage space. So I think that's a really interesting one. I'm, you know, a obsessive coffee drinker. So having CBD with my coffee or right alongside it or having it with my, you know, like ginger shot in the morning works for me, but everyone can really decide what's going to work for you and finding that right fit with that right product. It makes all the difference. Yeah, it really does. Finding what works for you is so important and what works for your body. I love how you brought it up that everyone's metabolism is different. We all absorb things differently and it's okay if the way someone else absorbs it is different than you. So if a drink is better than gummies for you, it works quicker, it works better, it's more efficient, that's okay. You don't have to take it in the same form as everyone else. I think that's something that people kind of get thrown off by when someone's body reacts differently. And that goes down even to foods. Some people can handle having more broccoli and Brussels sprouts and some people can't and people kind of judge our bodies based on that but working with your doctor it's really important to find out how your body reacts in the best way and form to take things so thank you for sharing that I always love to learn the science words um, the technical terms but also I want to dive deeper into CBD with anxiety specifically I know a lot of people when it comes to anxiety there is this big divide on should we go more herbal medicine or should we go more medicine like the tranquilizers 
Um, so I would love to learn more about how CBD actually works for anxiety and how this could be either a great supplement or replacement. Absolutely. And as, as we know, and you certainly know, um, you know, the mental health crisis in our country and throughout the world has never been worse. Um, just everything we've all experienced in these past few years, in these past few months has been really challenging on people's mental health. And that has led a lot of people to be very proactive about finding solutions for their mental health. And whereas they might be working with a doctor or a therapist and being prescribed certain medications that they can take or certain regimens they can follow, they're looking for alternatives. And even some of those doctors themselves are starting to understand how CBD can be supportive of mental health. And, you know, again, we talked about the endocannabinoid system and those different receptors that exist throughout your body, as well as in your brain. And so when you talk about establishing that homeostasis, you mentioned earlier, kind of like quieting the mind, right? That's where taking these CBD products and finding the right product for you is going to just allow you to be more you. It's going to allow your body to reestablish that baseline and that balance by tying and binding to those different receptors, like where you might be deficient and yours might be different than mine or someone else's, but it's going to equalize and equilibrate your systems in that way. So that over, you know, a course of taking products for, you know, it can happen in a few days. It might take a few weeks to feel those benefits, just like any new routine. But once you realize that it can help you in that way, and it can be either a supplement and an addition to your routine, or there's many people that we meet and that I speak to in my friend network who have been able to seek this as a true alternative and are no longer seeking out different medications that they might've needed previously. Um, so, you know, certainly would not uh, advise anyone out there listening to completely abandon their routines or not speak to a doctor, but there are options out there and there is research being conducted out there to support all of these efforts so that, you know, two years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, we might be looking at a whole different set of solutions than we have now. It's incredible how there's so many different tools out there to help us silence our minds and bring us back to the present with anxiety. There are so many intrusive thoughts. I know for me, I have severe generalized anxiety disorder. It's great. Um, and sometimes it feels impossible just to bring my mind to a place where I can even catch my breath. And, you know, in the beginning, meditation was a great tool for me. Now I can't just silence my mind on its own. Yeah. Even the medication, like it can help me silence it enough to sleep, but meditation and medication, those aren't the only tools that are helping me. So to know that there's other supplements out there and other ideas and ways to be able to perform that quietness, that ability to breathe is so important. And I think that many people with anxiety don't know what to do and don't know what options are available. So I really appreciate you coming on and sharing this and diving deeper. I imagine because we've talked about silencing the mind and about sleep, people are starting to question, will taking CBD always make me very sleepy? Yeah, and the, the answer is 
is no. And again, I could caveat that and say, everyone's going to be different. You know, I have friends who can, you know, drink a, you know, three shots of espresso and go to sleep. Right. So it could be different, but in general, how CBD operates is not necessarily soporific or going to make you fall asleep. And especially if you're seeking CBD to provide a particular solution, if you do have any of those types of ailments in your mental health or otherwise, that it's going to seek that out and not necessarily make you sleepy or make you tired, but rather make you feel even and calm. And you'll see lots of products out there talking about that calming feeling, that unwinding of the mind to allow you to then kind of be yourself, be more present, be more focused on the things that matter to you and that are around you. And so, you know, it is not necessarily a product that's going to put you to sleep or make you fall asleep. There are, again, as we mentioned, CBD products that are specifically formulated and designed to help you do that. Um, and that could be because they have a higher dose of CBD, or they include some of the other cannabinoids that we mentioned, like CBN is particularly helpful in studies that we are conducting ourselves and others out there to look at the specific properties that actually do support not only helping you fall asleep, but stay asleep in a kind of balanced, healthy way. And I think it's also important to mention here too, that, you know, you know, all CBD products, they are not habit forming the way others are. It's not going to be something that you become necessarily addicted to. Um, it's something that you can take once a day. You can take more than once a day. So if there's parts throughout your day when you know you have elevated levels of anxiety, whether it's times of day that make you more anxious, maybe you're more anxious in the morning, you could take your CBD then, then you know, at the end of the day, you might need a little bit more to have that quiet mind to help you sleep. Or if it's situational, um, I've got lots of friends who are not big fans of public speaking or giving a presentation. It's very common. It's one of the most common anxieties out there, I think. Mm -hmm. And CBD can be a great solution for that. And you're not going to be falling asleep at the podium, but you are going to be able to not have that typical anxiety that you might have in those situational experiences. So the fact that it is a product that can be taken and modulated based on what you need and based on like where you're at in your day, where you're at in your week, and you can find those right times that it's going to be helpful to you. I really love how you brought up that you can take it differently in it any time of the day when it works best for you. It's something you can take more than once a day or it's something you can take once a week, once in a while. It's really valuable to have tools that you don't have to feel like you need to depend on all the time. And then bringing up that point of it's not something you're going to get addicted to because a lot of people associate it with nicotine. It's one of the biggest myths of CBD. So knowing that it's a tool that you can take when you need it, if you need it daily, if you don't need it daily, it's all okay and it's still going to be effective. I think that's so important. There's so much information, misinformation out there about CBD that really just so many people don't know that this is a really great option. And of course, like we've said before, talking to your doctor can be a really great way to find out if it works for you. But really knowing that this is a safe option is just incredible. 
absolutely right and and well said that you know there's such a movement right now to be more mindful of our overall health and wellness and our mental health and wellness and that we have this new toolkit available to us that there's certainly a need for more education and more information um, it's something that you know i take quite personally as a responsibility certainly it's why i'm here today and what we do in my work on a day-to-day -day basis and with the companies and the products that are out there and there are so many companies that are taking that responsibility seriously to not just make great products that work but to also do the education that supports that so that that the more people know and the more people are educated and understand what they have access to they can know that for themselves and they can share that with others you know when it comes to cbd products the number one tool for learning about new products or trying a new product as we talked about is word of mouth it's from someone you trust, whether it's a friend of yours, a medical professional, your yoga instructor. Uh, it could be anyone that's going to say, hey, I've had an experience with this product. Here's what it did for me. It might be able to help you too. And so knowing that that's primary, that's great, but we need to go an altitude above that to have more access to information, more ways that people can build trust in these products so that they can find the help and the tools that might benefit them for their quality of life overall. I completely agree with you. One of my biggest pet peeves is the lack of access to information. A lot of people want to talk solely about the lack of access to treatment options, uh, but there's not enough conversation on the lack of information. So many people are afraid to talk about what works for them with their loved ones or with people around them because there's a lot of stigma and prejudice and hate and fear towards mental health in general and toward anything that's different or new. So mixing CBD with mental health and conversation may be very terrifying for a lot of people because you don't know how someone's going to react. So to have conversations, to bring on guests like you, to be able to answer common questions people have, to be able to use, I mean, social media is a great tool where people can learn, but also being willing to try and not closing your mind off to the words and opinions and ideas of other people and truly finding out if this is the right option for you and listening to yourself, listening to your doctors, and again, making that educated decision. Now, right away, I have a really important question. So we're talking about anxiety. We're talking about CBD for anxiety. A lot of young kids we're seeing are developing anxiety a lot younger than in years before. I mean, with social media and the comparison game, with school and now this push to go beyond a bachelor's, but everyone needs to get a master's to function in today's job market with inflation, just there's so many extra stressors that kids are way more aware of because they have access to Twitter that's giving us the news 24 seven from around the world. So is CBD something that is safe for children? It's a great question and it's, it's too early to make that determination holistically. Um, now, you know, and many, many of us might know the kind of heritage story of CBD um, with Charlotte's Web. Um, and Charlotte was um, a young girl 
who suffered from seizures pretty severely. And after looking for many different solutions to try and support her, found CBD. Um, so that was, you know, one of the legacy stories of the industry is that, you know, the Charlotte Dweck brand was born out of a child that did not have any other solutions that could help alleviate her symptoms. That eventually led to the development of a pharmaceutical drug that's called Epidiolex that is available on the market specifically for that purpose to treat those acute symptoms associated with having those types of disorders. So we know it works in that setting to broaden the aperture and to have access for CBD products available to children. We're going to need to do a lot more research to be able to defend that just through and through anytime you're allowing children to have access to anything, whether you're giving them, you know, parents giving kids melatonin to help them sleep and at what age and what's that doing to them. There just needs to be more research and it is being looked into. At the same time, there are parents who are making those decisions on their own um, that whether their child has something specific that they're looking to treat and they're looking for an alternative or just they're comfortable with it themselves and they might be sharing it. But at this point, um, we're not yet at the point in this category to say that this is gonna be available to children. But I think all of the data and all the understanding out there in how deep this mental health crisis goes and how early it starts definitely gives a business case to say, having solutions there that could be supportive would be super important to give people at a younger age access to these kinds of tools. You know, I was listening to, you know, another podcast the other week, you know, talking about what you were mentioning at the kind of, you know, high school and university level and like the stressors that exist there. And I think the statistics were staggering that, you know, over 80% of the student population would characterize themselves as overwhelmed and over 70% would characterize themselves as like unable to perform what's expected of them. I mean, just this crippling anxiety of not being able to deliver. And so I think there's a combination effect of, yes, we can provide tools and products like CBD that can help them, but I would love for that to be complemented by those internal tools and mechanisms, right? That's where it comes to like, what, what's in this new world order that we're in? Like, this is a totally different world that children today are growing up in than I was you know, many years ago, um, 20 years ago or so. But what, what is, what does that new tool set look like? And that tool set could include CBD at some point, And it probably needs to include a lot of other things too, a lot of other ways to cope, a lot of other ways to um, deal with this always on news cycle, this world that is kind of very disarming to experience. And if you're young, it's even harder. I absolutely admire the way you answer that question to go straight to we're still looking into it, we're doing the research. So many people go to pushing things and just right off the bat, it works for everyone and it, this is the perfect option, you have to try it, but you can see how just trustworthy you are with this conversation, how honest you're being about the benefits of CBD, but also the limitations based on the research available. So I really appreciate you bringing in that point as well as talking about the other tools that we need. 
it's not just a one size fits all and it's not just a one tool. And it's so important that we recognize that even if we start trying CBD and we take CBD, we can't expect that to be our only answer. We can't expect one thing to save us. And that goes for medication, meditation, yoga, coping skills, any of it. It's never going to be just one thing that helps. It's going to be a mix and finding the right tools that work for you. And again, not solely depending on one thing and then saying that doesn't work because it's not fixing everything like that. So I really appreciate the way you answer that question. And I do want to follow up with, based on current research and data, what is a safe age to begin taking CBD? It's a good question. And, you know, we would say, you know, anywhere between 18 and above, um, you know, is kind of the starting point. Um, we're certainly seeing, you know, in the research that's out there that there is growing interest and growing adoption amongst, you know, that, you know, generation from, you know, 18 to 24 that are starting to experiment with different tools for their overall health and wellness, for their mental health support. And, you know, in addition to that, they're turning away from other things that they might have, or generations past might have. They're not drinking as much alcohol. They're not like ingesting as much nicotine. And, you know, while you could say those are more recreational tools, those are also coping mechanisms, right? There's many people who would have an alcoholic beverage or a cigarette to help them cope. So they're saying no to those types of solutions, those types of coping and seeking out alternatives that are saying, hey, I could still get that same relaxing experience from having a beverage with CBD in it that I could from having a glass of wine and making those conscious choices. And at the same time, knowing that it's not only an alternative to some of those other substances, but it also has these proactive benefits to it at the same time. So it's not, you're only, not only getting one thing, you're saying, hey, I'm actually making a choice for my health and doing something good and also feeling good and just making myself feel better. So that's where, you know, from a, you know, health perspective, you know, starting at that, you know, age of 18 and above is safe. And we're seeing more and more of that generation start to enter the category and educate themselves and educate their friends and family of how well it can be an alternative to some of those other solutions, as well as be, you know, just a great part of a, you know, a daily wellness routine. It's so true that we're finally at a place where we're seeing a generation start to educate themselves and educate others, which I think is a very important point to bring up, as well as the fact that kids today aren't relying as much on different types of drugs and alcohol and nicotine and are actually looking for more alternatives based in health and wellness. So that's one thing my generation's doing right. I want to give that to us because <laughs> TikTok has made us not look like the greatest generation sometimes. Um, but building off that, when it comes to finding tools that work for you, when it comes to testing out CBD versus wine versus alcohol, what do you think is maybe that biggest selling point to make someone go, you know what, I'm not going to go straight to 
alcohol that's going to numb my pain. I'm going to look for, or that's going to put me to sleep. I'm going to look for that healthier alternative of trying CBD. Yeah, and I think this, you know, goes back to, you know, finding what's right for you and finding those different solutions, you know, so it's not a, you know, one-to-one replacement, right? So it's not like, okay, if I'm going to not have an alcoholic beverage and have a CBD beverage instead, they are totally different experiences um, and they have totally different benefits associated to them. So it's also about, you know, changing your habits, changing your, like, what success feels like in that experience for you to say, this is going to have an overall benefit to me of knowing that I'm making a great choice. And then also having a great experience with that, you know, and there's so many, so many products to try. um, And there's great opportunities to find ones that are really a great fit to say, oh, like when I have this at the end of my day, it, it makes me feel really good. You know, we have a lot of data from earlier this year that um, this January was the highest rate of dry January um, ever, right? So it's like, I mean, I live in New York City. Um, I think it was like over 80% of New York City was subscribing to a dry January, not trying alcohol. And in that month, you saw a lot more adoption of alternative beverages. You saw people trying CBD beverages in their routine or trying some of these botanical elixirs and other things. And after doing that for a month, the results that you just hear anecdotally from friends of mine or from reading the data is, wow, I feel so much better, right? I'm still having those moments in my day. I'm still having those things I look forward to at the end of the day, all those things about routines that also provide that benefit and that comfort and just feeling all around physically and mentally improved. And so I think when it comes to trying anything new, uh, whether that's a new fitness routine or a new, you know, like, you know, healthier eating routine, like you have to give yourself a chance to experience it. And again, like we said before, like not expecting, not expecting something to be the only thing that's going to change your life and be this breakthrough moment and not expecting it to happen maybe on the first time or the first one. But once you get into that routine, really feeling like you're a totally renewed person on the other side of it and giving yourself that opportunity to have it. Um, so I would say anyone out there who's you know curious and looking to try, I would say, yeah, get, give it a try. Give yourself a week, right? Give yourself a week and see what that, that transition feels like and how you feel at the end of that. And, you know, maybe you'll still incorporate some of those other experiences, but maybe not as often and maybe differently. So I think it's a worthy endeavor to explore. I completely agree. And wow, to that statistic on dry January, I do want to clarify for people listening that I'm not in any way saying that having a glass of alcohol is bad. I'm saying that using it as a coping skill is not always, it can be a maladaptive coping skill. So being able to switch from a maladaptive coping skill to a proactive approach can be very, very beneficial. So again, we're not saying that having some alcohol is 
bad and shouldn't do it, we're saying that there are proactive approaches instead of using maladaptive coping skills. Um, and going back to that proactive approach, I am huge on being proactive with health and wellness. Um, cancers, Alzheimer's, all this stuff runs in my family, heart disease. And for me, finding different ways to be proactive on taking care of my body, taking care of my mental health, my physical health has been extremely important. For example, I went and got an MRT panel done to find out what foods don't work well for my body. You avoid inflammation, you can avoid the trigger of a lot of different diseases. So I'm really curious now to know how CBD can work proactively for maybe both physical and mental health. And it's, it's one of my kind of favorite use cases, I would say. Um, I've had, you know, of course, I, I work in the industry, but at the same time, it's been a part of my routine for longer than that. And the benefits of having, you know, taking that proactive approach of, again, kind of going back to that analogy of vitamins and supplements and things, of having CBD as part of that wellness routine, again, has so much research associated with all of those various health and wellness outcomes that it can support. And that's everything ranging from, you know, and, you know, we can follow up and share with listeners out there, any of the data that's on and available on the website, anywhere for you, um, that CBD can help to lower cholesterol. It can help with metabolism. It can help with, again, any like bodily recovery. If you're having aches and pains, or just want to have like a more supportive bone structure, muscular structure. There's just a wide range of holistic health benefits that from a proactive approach to incorporate into your routine can just help your body overall. The same way you're giving your body vitamins and nutrients throughout the day, cannabinoids of which CBD is one, is a way to replenish your body and to make sure that your body is as healthy as it can be and prepared and in, in many ways serve as, you know, a way to like keep your body in, in good working condition, both physically and mentally. So, you know, for me, I've always taken, you know, CBD supplements on a daily basis, as well as like a routine throughout my day at those various inflection points when I might want more or need more at the, during or after at the end of my day. So, I think it's very much a part of a routine. And as we mentioned before, it is something that once you build that routine, you, you know, will feel those benefits over time even more greatly. Um, there's a study we just completed, um, which has data as a 2000 patient population to support that. And to say that, you know, on a 30 day regimen of taking CBD products on a daily basis, that there were across the board, better outcomes reported for lower levels of anxiety, for improved quality of sleep and for lower levels of reported pain. And so, you know, for the, there was six different products in this study and for all of them to have like just meaning, clinically meaningful data to support that says that just overall, even if you don't have something that's acute that you're focused on. I don't have any particular ailments that I'm co like coming to CBD for other than knowing it's good for me. It's going to do good for me. And, and having that support for my body is really important. 
I love that. Finding different proactive approaches is so important, finding ones that work for you. And I'm so happy that you found CBD's one that works for you. I'm happy that I found it as something that's really helped me in my anxiety. And for those of you listening, again, if you are comfortable learning more and trying, speaking with your doctor or going to the store and doing research, finding out what works for you, ask people. And again, just find something that works for you. And if you're willing to try it, I really hope that you do and you get the same benefits and I've been able to find in it. Nicole, you've been absolutely amazing today. Before we wrap up, is there one last thing you would like our listeners to know? That's such a like teasing question. There's so many things, but all right. If there's one thing, um, and this will get a little ethereal, but I want listeners to know that it's possible to feel as good as you want to feel. Um, and, and I think that's, you know, part of the thesis of the work that you do here is that um, I don't think we've yet as a society achieved as good as we all should be able to feel. And I think CBD is one of those tools that can help us to unlock our full potential of feeling our best.